0: Welcome to the Flourishing Life Podcast. This is a podcast all about creating deep relationships and building a healthy community in which you can flourish. We're three friends who also happen to be related. In each episode, we'll be sharing strategies and ideas as well as encouragement in order for you to build a stronger community that helps you have a more fulfilling life. We're so excited to journey along with you as you create your own community. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for joining my sister, Brittany. Hey, guys and I, as we discuss ideas on how to plan a girl's trip. So today we're going to talk about our experiences with girl's trips, and then we're going to share three tips and ways that you can go about planning your own girl's trip. This is such a fun and great way to connect with people in your community and get a little bit of um, relaxation and rest and a little bit of reprieve from your normal life. So we are so excited to talk about girls' trips that we've taken and give you some encouragement and ideas on how to plan your own girls' trip. So Brittany, tell me about some girls' trips that you have taken that you've really enjoyed.
1: Uh, first of all, girls' trips are my favorite. It They're just the best. It's so great to get away with your friends, have a break from normal life, from kids, from all the responsibilities. So I think they are so important. Um, and I have taken quite a few girls' trips. We have a really nice kind of hotel spa that's like an hour and a half, about two hours away, that mm-hmm. I have gone to a few times, a couple times with you. Yes. So I like, and it's kind of in wine country. So that is a fun thing. Um, And then I have a friend that had a vacation house that was about three hours away from us. And we went down there a couple times uh, with a group of friends. So that was a really relaxing, good time. And then you and I have gone, you and mom and I went to Mexico last Mm -hmm. year. So that was pretty fun. I went on a huge girls trip to Bali one time for almost two weeks. So that was a very that was a big trip. It was like Not all epic girls trip. <laughs> yeah, <Not laughs> Girls trip to end all girls trips. Yeah. Um, that was so you quick.
0: could have done a spectrum then. You've gone uh-huh. like an hour away and
1: H- like halfway across the world. Okay. And then halfway
0: across the world. Like, well, far I don't away know. Halfway.
1: It was really far though. <laughs>
0: really far. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So you're a perfect person to talk about this because you've done various types of trips. So mm,
1: yes. What about you? Um,
0: I have done some girls trips. We went to the coast for a friend's, um, birthday last year, and that was really fun. We, um, rented a house there and then we all stayed in the house and Mm -hmm. there was like five or six of us. And so that was really fun celebrating, um, a friend's birthday. And then, um, the trips to you with you to, um, the hotel and spa. And then last year doing that trip with mom and you down to Cabo, which was so relaxing and Mm -hmm. so fun. Yes. I remember we were planning it. Um, Brett kept asking, well, what are you guys going to do? I was like, we're going to lay by the pool yes. and eat chips yes. and guac and like have margaritas. Like that's yep. our plan. And he's yep. like, but what are you going to do? Nothing. And I was like,
1: that's what that's we're going point. To do. We're not doing anything. We're reading books and magazines and drinking margaritas. That's it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So it was really funny because Brett loves his activities, as our listeners know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't even bring a Frisbee with us. <laughs> nope. It wasn't even a vacation without a Frisbee.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: I remember uh, specifically, Cabo, the chairs right up to the sand. Mm. And then there was the sand, obviously. And then the ocean was like right there. And you finally on the last day were like, I guess I should get in the sand. (laughs) Like, go touch the sand. (laughs) <laughs> like, we literally... I just stopped by yeah, the pool. <laughs> it was, like, too much effort for you to go down, like, 10 steps to the sand. But you were like, I feel bad if I don't. And so then you, like, walked on the sand, walked on the beach for, like, five minutes, and then you're like,
1: okay, okay. Touch the sand. Yes, I know. Touch the sand. I put my toes in the yeah. water. Well... It wasn't really like a swimming beach, so you couldn't Correct. be in I mean it was sandy, but the waves were so yes. big that you couldn't swim in the yes. water. So you could be down there, but not necessarily like go that far into the well, water. Well, and
0: there was a lot of whales. So
1: there, well, they weren't like right on the shore. But uh, yes, there were they a were out in were that water.
0: There. I would not get in the water with all the whales. <laughs> That's gay. Okay. Oh, man. oh my goodness.
1: So what are some,
0: um, some tips that you have for our listeners about planning their girl's trip and how do you do it? What are your strategies? I know that you talked about kind of your three key things that you do. So why don't you go ahead and share some of those?
1: Right. So I think there's three good things mm-hmm. to start with when you're planning a girl's trip, you decide how many people are going to go and who you're going to invite or kind of is going to be included along Mm on the trip or not included that sounds exclusive (laughs) but just kind of what group is going to go together um like are you just going to do an overnight trip with one Mm -hmm. friend or two friends are you going to do a big house like you did at the coast and you know are there 10 or 15 Mm -hmm. of you going um so just kind of what you your trip is going to look like And then obviously decide where you want to go. Are you just going to go to a spot an hour away? Are you going to go? Does someone have a vacation house that you can stay Mm -hmm. at or have friends or relatives with a vacation house? Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you're going to get on a plane and fly somewhere, kind of what your general Mm -hmm. budget is going to be, I think is a good thing to lay out. Like, do we? only want to spend $500 on this trip and just like eat in and hang out. Or are we going to go all out and stay at an all inclusive Mm -hmm. and spend a few thousand Mm -hmm. dollars? You know, it just depends on kind of what type of trip you're looking Mm -hmm. for. And then number three, decide what type of things you want to do. I mean, what are your intentions? When we went to Mexico, we knew we were going to sit by the pool and that's what we wanted to do the whole entire time. Mm -hmm. But some people like to be more active Not saying that I'm not active on certain trips, but that trip, I didn't want to do anything. Um, So are you going to go hiking? Mm -hmm. Are you going to bring tennis rackets and play tennis? Are you going to go to the spa? Are you going to, you know, you can sign up to take like a fun cooking class, Mm -hmm. um, do like a craft class, find some activities where you're going to go and decide like, is that the type of trip you're taking? Or do you just want to like sit around the house and or go to the pool and just hang out? Mm Mm-hmm. So, and there can be obviously a mix, right. but just kind of deciding what it's going to look like. So everyone is a bit on the same mm-hmm. page and not like, oh, well, I thought we were going to be hiking that huge mountain right over there, but you had no intention of doing that. And you're just going to read the whole time or <laughs> <Right>. whatever, play <laughs> games, yeah. cards. Well,
0: and I think that so. those are really interconnected because depending on how yes. far you're going to go, because I know that I mm-hmm. have friends and their kids are different ages. So if you have young kids, you might not feel comfortable flying to a different state or location,
1: but you could go maybe overnight. So I think that Mm, depending on
0: who you're inviting really depends on the other things as well. And you want to do, if you, I think as a person who are planning the trip, um, have -hmm. your intention, like you just want to relax or you wanted to do some activities, then that would kind of determine who you should invite as well.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. I find that typically you get together with one group Mm -hmm. of friends say like you have your girls from the neighborhood and you say like hey we need to get away let's just go somewhere Uh and relax and then you kind of start like chatting about it and then and that's like the you know my friend that had the vacation house um, she used to live across the street from me and so it was all like our neighborhood right. girls that went. And so that was a pretty fun thing. And so kind and generous of her to share her house yeah. with us. Um, and that was a super fun trip because it was in Sun um, River, which is like resort a resort town, kind of a planned yeah. vacation yeah. community. Uh-huh. Like I think people do live there, but not very many. Right. It's mostly just vacation mm-hmm. houses. Um, and so we just went and played cards. I think we went in the fall. We went a couple times, like in October, mm-hmm. And then we would just play cards and go on long walks and there's a spa there. And so we would like, we went and got massages one afternoon and uh, it was so relaxing and nice. And do you feel like uh, everybody was
0: pretty much on the same page with what they wanted to do when you were there? Yes.
1: So you kind of planned it out. People knew ahead of time and that's Mm -hmm. the thing. Yeah. We uh, planned it out and then we said, okay, we'll go to dinner this one night and and bend, which was like 20 Uh minutes away or something like that. Um, and so, but we all kind of, and then, you know, once we got there, I said like, Oh, I feel like I'm, I'm going to go for a walk for a little while. So I just like listened to a podcast and went on like a walk for Mm -hmm. like an hour by myself. And then my other friend said, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. And so she took a nap and then we played cards Mm -hmm. and made like food and cocktails and stuff like that. So it was super fun.
0: Well, and I think that that's one thing that I realized when I am on a girl's trip is like, I want to be refreshed when I get home. And so I need alone time. So I enjoy going and hanging out and spending time with people, but that I also need some time by myself, whether I like go for a walk or get a cup of coffee or you know, take a nap or do whatever. So I try to kind of plan Mm -hmm. that in. And I think just like communicating with the people you're with, like, this is kind of something I'm interested in doing and what are you interested? And I think it also gives your friends freedom if they want to go by themselves for an hour and do something, because that's life giving to them. If you do it and they see that reflected in you, then it's easier for them to do it as well.
1: Yes. Yeah. They don't feel so committed to to sticking to like one plan or staying with everybody, or um, mm-hmm. they have more freedom to do what they want to do, yeah. too I know I think that is so true
0: um do you like being the planner of the girls trip, or do you like being the just participator?
1: I do not think I so much like being the planner <laughs> um, <laughs> because I am saying that just because i um have I want to take a trip this spring or like winter mm-hmm. time ish um with mom and i am i realized last night like Ryland keeps asking me like where are you going to uh, go what are you going to yeah. do what do you want to do what's your intention like how right. far whatever and i am dragging my feet um, on it and i don't know why i don't want to plan right. it I, I don't know Ryland actually i got to say is the vacation oh. planner in our family. Yeah. He plans our trips. He only one time have I booked our flights. Wow. And all the we've been married for 12 years. Wow. And he books all of our trips. He books all the rental yeah. cars. He plans all the activities. And he does such a good job yeah. with it. Yeah. That I just, he, he likes to right. do it. And, and he's good yeah. at it.
0: Um, do you talk about where you're going to go or like have a plan? And then he figures it all out
1: what usually happens is he gets really anxious (laughs) that I'm not like planning or doing anything and so then he gets kind of like stressed out and then I just say like it's fine like I'm happy like yeah we'll say oh we're going to Hawaii we're gonna stay here and then he says well what do you want to do do you want to do this do you want to snorkel do you want which no no. the answer is always (laughs) no to snorkeling I do not snorkel at all last night he was um looking at videos of swimming with the whale sharks. Why? Why? I have no idea. He kept showing me these videos of snorkeling because he's taking a big trip. He's going to, um, I think he's going to Zanzibar, <laughs> which I actually have to look up where that is. It's like off the coast of Africa, I think, <laughs> to learn to kiteboard. And he wants to um, go snorkeling. He likes to dive. He has his diving license or whatever you have for that. And I, I couldn't even stand to watch the videos. I was so anxious. I hate, I hate fish. I hate <laughs> fish. I hate it. I it gives me so much anxiety. So yeah. snorkeling will never, ever, ever be a part of my girls oh trip my or any part of my life. I
0: remember when we were in um, Hawaii as kids, and a fish swam by your ankles, and oh. like everybody was like so like look at the fish this is magical
1: and you I, were like, I was screaming. like screaming yeah you hated no, it no I hate it I hate it the funny thing is is that I I love to fly yeah. fish and I know how hard it is to get a fish to even like bite like take your fly yeah. when you're trying to impersonate like a bug that's how you fish yeah. you're trying to pretend like a <laughs> bug um or at least your fly is a bug <laughs> What are you, the bug master? <laughs> yeah, I'm. The... <laughs> oh, geez, exactly. Okay. So um, you're being a bug. So I Pretend
0: so pretending. So I'm pretending
1: to be a bug. Okay. <laughs> and it's really hard. Fish are super skittish, but when I'm in the water, I feel like every fish is gonna eat me. Wow, that is like okay. Yes, I do okay, not so like no girls. Trip I do not like fish. <laughs> with snorkeling. <laughs> no snorkeling um, trips exactly I don't even know how we got on this topic I but <laughs> I
0: but I think that my favorite favorite thing to do is well get massages go to the spa for girls trips I oh, love that right? so much because I feel like you can hang out especially if it's a nice spa with like lots of the types of like things like at their facility like steam rooms and like saunas and the, mm-hmm. like a hot tub like or, the hot pool tub. or whatever yeah. um I think that's really really fun But I do think that I've seen more and more types of trips for girls advertised, like the craft thing you talked about, where you go and you stay like in a house and then you craft for a weekend, but you go with like friends.
1: Yes. And they organize like all the activities. I know. I really want to do that. Oh, of course you do. I think it sounds really cool. I like it in theory, but I'm not not very
0: crafty. My stuff would not be good, but I would accomplish a lot.
1: Well, you I would
0: do the most craft <laughs> out of anyone there. You, we would go, you'd have like one perfect craft, and I'd have like 50 horrible things. And I'd be like, but I made 50. And you'd be
1: like, but I have this one perfect one that's beautiful. I remember when you wanted to do the calligraphy exactly. class so you could address all your wedding invitations, mm-hmm. and you conquered that so uh-huh. fast, but your writing, uh, I gotta say, super good. <laughs> It's not your, say, not your, no nope. finest. Uh, let's just say, but I yeah. really liked it, and that's when I realized, like, I am very meticulous, and I yes. like to like go slow, work on it, get it right. Yeah. You would write like
0: yeah, three and you... A's, and I would write like a whole entire page of A's. <laughs> I thought it was going to be more fun, but you conquered it. <laughs> It's like know yourself, which I think goes back into planning a trip. Like know yourself and what you're into and what you enjoy. Like if you said, hey, do you want to go this crafting weekend? I'd be like, I like the idea, but I probably wouldn't have that much fun because.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. I have a friend who um, last year, I think it was, did a bike trip in Sedona or something like a mountain biking Uh thing. I think they would like mountain bike and then go to wineries or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, I will just do the winery part and you can just do the mountain yeah. biking part. Cause that did not right. like, I actually don't really like to ride bikes very much. So, but she had a group of friends that she kind of did that with mm-hmm. here in locally. And so that was like a good, like a, the perfect trip yeah. for them to get away and I'll do that yeah. together in like a different place. So what do you think so.
0: some advantages
1: are of taking a
0: Like trip away as opposed to just a day trip, like doing an overnight girls trip as opposed to just, you know what I mean, like going to a winery for the day with Mm -hmm. your friends.
1: I think that spending the night somewhere is um, kind of key. Mm -hmm. I feel like it gives you enough time to really get refreshed. And it can just be like leaving Saturday morning, coming back Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have to be a huge long thing, but I think like going to sleep, waking Mm -hmm. up somewhere else without... Kind of the pressures of getting up and making Cheerios for kids mm-hmm. in the morning and like putting kids to bed and mm-hmm. that type of thing, but just having like one night reprieve is, I think, pretty key. And not to say that you can't leave for just a mm-hmm. day and feel relaxed right. and refreshed, but I think that having the overnight component mm-hmm. is um, pretty important. What
0: about you? Yeah, I think you're right. The whole detaching is really important from mm-hmm. like your normal life, and I. I don't know. I think I'm like a little bit of a chameleon type person. Like I just like detach and then I forget like the past, like what I was living. Like I'm like, Oh yes. Oh, this is my life now. Like I just like live at this beach on this, you know, go to the spa. Like that's what I do. And I just kind of like all in and all present wherever I'm at.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. That's kind of how I am too. Like when I am somewhere, Mm -hmm. then that is my life. And, like, everything else is just kind of behind. Which I
0: think it really helps
1: to disconnect when that happens and you feel like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. I'm a little curious to see where our family is planning a big Mm -hmm. trip this spring. We're going for a whole month. We're going to be traveling in Costa Rica and Panama. And so I'm interested to see how it goes being away for so long. yeah, You're going to be really detached. That is really detached. But we're also traveling around. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I don't know if it's different if you are in um, different places, mm-hmm. you know, and not just like staying in one right. place. No, so that makes sense. We will see. I will let everybody know yes, how it goes. Our <laughs>
0: listeners know it could
1: be a whole
0: episode on what to do and what not to do on a month long yes. trip with three kids. Oh my! It's gonna be fun. You're gonna have a great time. Yeah. So the other thing I was thinking about when I was thinking about girls trips is the idea of mom guilt, like the concept that you're leaving with your friends just to do something with yourself. Do you feel guilty when you go?
1: I think that it is hard not to feel a little bit mm-hmm. bad, especially if, if anything, if you're missing anything, right. you know, like for example, this isn't necessarily a girls' trip, but um, I guess it is kind of a girls' trip. I've gone to a couple tennis tournaments isn't before, it all and girls going to an activity. Yes, it is. I guess it is a <laughs> okay. girls' trip, but it's for just the purpose of going to one tennis okay. tournament, which was also in Sun River. But it was as soon as it was like the week after the weekend after school had started. Oh, right. And so the kids had only been in school for like a few yeah. days and then I felt bad about leaving right. that weekend and I wasn't there to like pick them up from school on Friday, sure. which is so ridiculous because <laughs> really like, I know, I mean, we've talked about dad, killed, right. but I don't think Ryland feels bad if he's not there to pick the kids up from school on Friday yes. after they start school. Cause actually he's never done that because he right. works. But um, I also think Um, You know, as we talked about in that episode on mom guilt, I think was it episode five, that you just have to kind of set it aside sometime and take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to say, I'm important too. And I wouldn't feel bad about my kids going on a camping trip with their friends in another family. Like, or my husband taking my kids on a trip away. Like, I wouldn't feel bad that they were doing that. I need to prioritize my health, my mental, social, mm-hmm. physical health and get mm-hmm. away and have some time for myself. So what do you wow. think? I think you should preach it, Brett.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And I think that when I leave and get a break and then come back, I do feel more refreshed. I feel more centered and grounded mm-hmm. and just like, oh, the, my life is bigger than just these four people and that I'm taking care of all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that, Mm -hmm. like you said, you try to plan as much as possible around what's going to work for your family, but there's times Mm -hmm. when things just happen or they come up and you have to just say, no, this is important. And, and I am important too, and can do things.
1: Right, right. Well, and like you said, feeling refreshed, I feel like when I come Mm -hmm. back, I, at least for like the first Mm -hmm. little while, feel so much more patient with the kids and, happy to see them and happy to be with them and be doing and taking care of my house because I have gotten away from all those responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So what do you, what do you think is the optimal amount? Like how long, number one, do you think you should be gone for, or do you need to be gone to feel refreshed Mm -hmm. and how many trips a year do you think is appropriate Mm -hmm. that's a great question or
0: good yeah I if I'm gone overnight like you said the morning and then like one night I Mm -hmm. feel good like if I leave one morning and I'm gone overnight and then I come back like the next afternoon I feel refreshed Mm -hmm. I think that is good and then I think for girls trips I would say one to two a year and I think that yeah I mean I wouldn't say like every quarter because that seems like a lot but I think that like Especially if you're just doing it like overnight, say in the summer, you go overnight somewhere and then you go for, you know, three or four days in the winter somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be my perfect life. Well, that's like ideal for everybody or workable for everybody, but that would be my perfect yeah.
1: life. <laughs> I mean, this may make me sound kind of spoiled, but I would say two to three. Okay. Because I feel like if you're just going one uh-huh. night, you could go somewhere like in February for like one or two nights. Right. You could go somewhere in summer is kind of busy, but I think after the kids go back to school yeah. is such a great time yes. to get away. You know, the kids are in school. Yep. There's so much craziness leading up to yes. that. So, um, just kind of getting away, getting a little bit refreshed right. after the, that crazy time. Yep. And then even, you know, right after Christmas, sure. it'd be a great time. I think that, yeah. So coming up, January, February would be like such a great time. Well, and
0: I think if you plan early and you just put it on the calendar, like this is what I'm aiming for. And then you start talking to people Mm -hmm. who would be interested. This is what I'm thinking about. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe I would be planning like that. You would just be looking for somebody who's
1: planning it. (laughs) Okay. So here's the other thing. If you say I, if you have something in mind and you say, I really want to go swim with the whale sharks in oh. wherever whale sharks live <laughs> um, like then do you say I'm going to go by myself and you're invi- like or you're invited or do you, do you how much do you bend to like what other people want to do if you're playing a trip? I think it depends on how
0: much that trip means to you like if it's like kind of a bucket list thing like mm. the your friends who did the mountain bike ride and went to all the wineries in like you know, down in Northern California, like, then I think it's like, Oh, this is what I want to do. Would you like to join me as opposed to like, Hey, I was thinking about doing a girl's trip. Do you have any ideas? Here's something I was thinking about. Right. So I think you just kind of have to look at what you really, really want to do and what's important to you. And then maybe the people you ask initially, if you really want to do something that's really particular, they won't be interested, but maybe you ask a couple other people and they will be interested. So I think just kind of reaching out Mm -hmm. to people and asking.
1: Yeah. Well, and that'll help you determine kind of like what you're going to do on the trip, because people that are wanting to swim with whale yes. sharks will most likely be interested in snorkeling or doing. Or what know. else
0: do those type of people like to do? Ugh,
1: that sounds <laughs> terrifying.
0: <laughs> Whatever whale shark swimming people like to do, they will do those activities. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. I love it. So as we kind of conclude, let's talk a little bit about what we're into right now, which is a favorite part of our podcast episodes. So Brittany, what are you into right now? What can you not stop talking about, thinking about, focusing on?
1: So I love this part. Um, (laughs) I am really into this Thai coconut Butternut squash soup. Oh, I was thinking that my about friend that the other day. And it is so good. I cannot stop thinking about okay. it. Like I, I actually have all the stuff in my fridge right now and I'm going to make it. And it's so good. You cook the, um, like you saute, I think it's onions and garlic uh-huh. together and then add in your butternut squash right. and your, you could probably make this in your instant pot is how I was going to okay. make it. And then you add in, she did vegetable uh-huh. stock, I think. Um, and then your coconut Uh milk and like lime juice and curry paste, Mm -hmm. like the red curry paste. And then you, uh, you could put it in your blender or I have an immersion blender because I love kitchen (laughs) gadgets. Um, (laughs) and so, and then you just like blend it all up and it is so creamy and she added sour cream when she said, well, this isn't part of the recipe, Uh, but I think it just like takes it to another level. And I was like, oh so it's so smooth it's not good. like a it's smooth okay. yes because you blend it okay. but it's like coconut and a little bit spicy and then you put lime juice yum. in it in the um, sour cream so it's kind of like tangy oh, but the coconut makes it like a little sweet too yeah. it's so delicious very delicious hmm. okay yes. I would like to I, I would
0: like for you to make that for me because I do not have an immersion blender oh
1: what? Uh, luckily christmas is coming up maybe you should get one <laughs> what do you use it for for blending well, like soups and stuff obviously you use
0: it for blending well, <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> um i make whipped cream with it too oh you can make whipped cream oh. with it okay i might have to look into I this know. i don't what else do i do i don't know it? if i blend a mostly lot mostly blending well, like if you're making tomato sauce and oh. like you don't want like chunks in it or right. whatever, you can blend things. I don't blend a ton with uh-huh. it, but I think that it is very useful and it's not super big. Right. It's just like hand-held. at all. We will link okay. this in the yes, show or listen list if anybody else wants an immersion blender <laughs> if they are into blending. <laughs> exactly blending up soups oh and making whipped cream. Oh my gosh. So, what about you? What are you into right now? Uh, right now. I am super,
0: super into holiday Christmas baking. I just am loving <sighs> all of the holiday treats yeah. and all of the food. And I think it's just so nostalgic to break out Jesus. the recipes and start making things that I've had forever. Last night I was making um, puppy chow, which is, we call it puppy chow in our family, but it's called Chex Buddy Mix is what's on the back of the box now.
1: I think it's called Muddy, muddy buddies, buddies, right? Yeah, something, something yes. like that. So
0: we can link to that for our listeners. Um, but Tyler asked me, he's like, oh, like, was this how your Christmas was when you were a kid? Like, your mom making all of these things all the time? Oh. And I was like, yes, this is exactly yes. how it was. Like, every, like, it was. I don't know. I'd say every couple of days she would just make something new and always just have yes. new things, like, rotating There was through. so
1: much. Like, remember the fudge? Yeah. And she would make oh so, my she, gosh, made she made ton a ton of stuff. stuff. I
0: don't make as No, no. I had like narrowed it down to like my favorites and then that's what I make. But it was just like, such a fun conversation to think about how I grew up, what mom did and then how Mm -hmm. he's growing up and for him to think like, this was your part of your childhood. Now it's part of my childhood. So that was really fun. So you made Muddy Buddies. What's your favorite stuff to make at Christmas? Muddy Buddies is my favorite pretzels, Mm -hmm. which we've already talked about, but your kids don't like. I think there's. So I'm going to try it though. Okay. I'm trying. They're it. so good. Um, And then I sugar cookies. Marine cookies. Meringue cookies, meringue
1: cookies oh. Yeah.
0: Uh, harvest loaf. um,
1: Yeah. Do you do gingerbread cookies or just sugar cookies? I typically just do sugar cookies, but I would like to do some gingerbread cookies. Here. Well, I have. The best I know. Recipe. I know. But now, mine never is <laughs> not as good as yours.
0: And I'm like, oh my God. Jeez. I'll just go oh, to your house I know and eat I yours. make them really good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I know. I actually. Usually eat them for breakfast. Mm. So good. Um, And then I so
0: also good. make um cinnamon rolls. And that actually is something that we did not grow up with. But I started doing that probably 10 or 11 years ago, I would say. Do you make them for you guys mm-hmm. to eat? So we eat them on Christmas morning. So I have a recipe oh. for cinnamon rolls that are like, I think, the best recipe ever. They're the Pioneer Woman cinnamon rolls. And they're mm. so easy. And they're so delicious. Um, so I make them for Christmas morning, but then I also make them for friends to give as gifts um, yes. for like, you know, to our, like friends that are our close, like family uh-huh. friends. And then I also make them for all of Brett's coworkers and employees. And I've been doing that for years. Um, so they've become.
1: That's a lot.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a lot. And he even he has employees up in Seattle. And so he even flies them. On the airplane, like to a different state for his employees up there and like co-workers up there. Oh
1: my I know. Gosh. It's kind of intense. Um, That's crazy. Yeah.
0: So I, I've gotten a lot better at like having a process and system for making them because it's like, like kind of a commitment. Batching. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's all, yeah, it's a lot. It takes, I mean, it just takes time to do, but they're so yeah. good. And now some of his co-workers, they just, it's like part of their tradition. It's funny how people like adopt things. And he was saying one of the people in his office, how his kids come home for the holidays and they get so excited every Christmas because they know the cinnamon rolls are going to be there. Like his kids are in college and then they come home and they're like, yay, they love it so much. So it's really fun. It's like a fun thing to do. And I think sometimes it's hard to think of things that are sincere or genuine or like a good Mm -hmm. gift. Like what do you give like coworkers, you know? Um, so yes. that's kind of fun and it's like homemade and it's a little unique, um, but then doing the same mm-hmm. thing every year,
1: the tradition, mm-hmm. yeah, people really appreciate it.
0: Uh, I remember when awesome. um, Brent left one of his jobs, like, I don't know, it's been like five or six years now. And I remember some of his coworkers were like, but are you still going to make cinnamon rolls? Like we're going to miss them Ooh. so much. <laughs> so that's funny. Oh, that's so yeah. funny! That's so funny. That's awesome. Christmas baking. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. Very excited. Very into it.
0: Well, listeners, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode on planning girl trips. We hope these three um, tips on what to think about as you're planning have been helpful and beneficial for you. We are so excited to hear about any trips that you take in 2020 with your friends. So be sure to share those with us on social media so we know what you are up to. And we will definitely keep you posted on some fun girls trips that we have coming up in the future. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for listening today. Please visit us at theflourishinglife.co for show notes and links to
1: all our socials.